today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, a, a very high profile story. And it, it kind of marries with the, the last segment of, uh, of what we were just talking about with Shannon Graham. But uh, the story that I'm talking about is so unbelievable. And I'm talking about that triple murder in Scarborough. It happened on Friday where a family, almost an entire family, wiped out by an alleged Crow, uh, you know, what is it? A crossbow, a crossbow killing. Brett Ryan is accused of strangling his mother and killing his two brothers with a crossbow in their home. Brett Ryan uh, also, of course, made headlines a, a couple of years ago. He was convicted in a string of bank robberies and became known as the Beard Bandit because he would b- wear a beard. He would disguise himself in a beard. And up until now, we have not been able to tell you the names of these alleged victims because uh, a very rare pub ban was put in place. Now, it's very common that pub bans go in when you're, you know, doing these kinds of stories. Too many, uh, in my in my opinion. But nonetheless, uh, they get put in and it prevents us in the media or anyone from reporting facts of cases. But But are they always necessary? And in this case, why in God's name would you need a publication ban on the names of the alleged victims? Why? What, the Toronto police said they need it for investigative purposes. But really? I think it's a very restrictive ban. And uh, as you heard from Shannon, you know, she didn't want her name under a publication ban. And that a publication ban, by the way, in sex assault cases is automatic. We cannot report the names of those victims for their privacy. But You heard Shannon. She had to fight to get her name released because she felt inhibited. She felt like her hands were tied and that she could not talk and protect herself. Let's bring Lauren Honickman, criminal lawyer who is all things and very, very smart, smarter than me. (laughs) So you can probably, uh, you know, explain to me why we would need such a restrictive publication ban. Well, you wouldn't. And uh, it it was so odd when that uh, ban was issued. And, you know, as somebody who's been in court for many years fighting publication bans since I can't remember when, it, it's so frustrating when you see something like this, Alex, and you realize that, you know, we, we haven't come as far yet as we want to go. Let, let's understand what, what we mean by publication bans and the type that they are, because you mentioned sexual assault cases. Those are mandatory bans. Those are statutory bans. Those bans are within the criminal code that says the name shall not be published. And that's why even a victim or an alleged victim of a sexual assault has to get a special court order because there's mandatory language. And we do have some statutory bans like that where it's mandatory. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. And there are certain ones, and and some of them make sense, and and you can have a discussion as to whether we need them or not. Then you have what are called discretionary bans. And those are bans that aren't mandatory, but someone has come forward and said, we would like this. Now, the way the system has evolved legally is that before a judge or a justice of the peace issues that type of ban, he or she should hear legal argument as to whether or not it's necessary and meets a very stringent legal test. And that test has been developed through the law over the last 23 years. And so what should never happen now with a discretionary ban is that someone should simply walk into court and say, you know, uh, your worship, your honor, um, 
Uh, the police have advised me that uh, this is a very sensitive issue and we should have a ban here. And then a judge goes, sure, no problem. What should happen in those circumstances is that there should be notice given out to both the defense counsel and to representatives of the media, a special notification to the media, and a special hearing should take place to determine whether or not the ban should issue. And that didn't happen, Aaron. So yesterday, as you saw, Alex, after the judge removed the ban, Mm -hmm. uh, you heard the lawyer who was acting for the different media outlets seek some compensation from the Crown, which I I got a a funny feeling uh, the judge is not going to order. However, uh, the point was made by by Ms. Fisher, and that is there should be a cost here because there should have been absolutely no reason why anybody needed to appear and ask for that uh, ban to be lifted. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.